When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Dubland Dubland Podcast. Dub your ear holes. Episode 94, you're very welcome along. (laughs) You're a very particular type of person. Thank you. Can understand the pleasure of properly squished out flatulence. It's fucking incredible how long you can make it, make them go up at the end. Make them sort of squirt sometimes. Not liquid, but just that sound of a squirt. Well, I mean, you know, you wouldn't know it's with a, your anus these I'm days. I'm just telling you, I'm nine telling you, I'm starting to become good. I'm starting to come really good. I think I'm about six months away, maybe a year away. Okay, granted a fucking year then, uh, from releasing a single, Me and My Bottom, for Christmas. Jingle Smells. I think I'm really on the, I'm on the verge of something seriously good happening ho, here. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah, yeah. Ho, 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 ho. Oh. Ho, ho, hope I can stop this time. Uh, there's loads but you're of not following through, which is... No, 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 I'm in total control. It's like probably the gym <laughs> as well. A lot of squats. It's not just the cheeks of your ass get hard. You get what very... What's the equivalent for a male of Kegels? So like after you have babies or oh, whatnot, just to like keep everything up and tight where it should be, we do Kegels. I don't what's understand it, what's... what a Kegel is now, I'll be honest it's, with you. It's, it's all around that area. It strengthens up the inner muscles within inside you. So basically you don't piss yourself when you sneeze. It's essentially funny flexing. Yeah. Right, I, yeah. that's I, I always. That's actually the best way to describe it. I was always ashamed it. to ask. I'll be Why? honest with you, because it's one of those things you're supposed to fucking know. It's like you know the way people Are say, you? "Have you tried Kegels?" And everybody just goes, "Yeah." And you get to. A I point didn't know where, what a Kegel was until like about four into the antenatal class, and eventually somebody said the word "fanny," and I went, "Ah, now I get see, it." You, yeah, so you were the same then. Yeah. You didn't want to ask. You heard it going around. You just you presumed it was something, and you ran with it. I just Is didn't think it? it affected me. I, I. You didn't think you had a Kegel. <laughs> I didn't think I had. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, the way I was sneezing when I was pregnant, I definitely didn't have a Kegel. Oh, really? No, it, you. Oh, you. When you sneeze, when you're pregnant, Joey, you stuff make, comes. You a little bit of wee comes out when you're pregnant. Up. Well, yeah, when you're heavily pregnant. Sure. Uh, welcome to episode ninety four of the Dublin podcast, by the way. But yeah, Joey used to laugh because, um, especially with Hannah, because it was my second baby. But she used to lie really, really low on my bladder, so it didn't matter what you do. So when you'd sneezed, I used to like, and I go. Oh, and Joey like used to laugh out loud because you thought it was hilarious. He's like a little bit. And I'm like a little bit. It's just hard to good to because the baby pressing down and you, as much as you you have good like. But I know people after they have babies, you still sneeze and water comes out. What like what like piss is a that little bit away, yeah. Fucking telling you, man. I have to say, bear in mind, we're wide open. Sorry I to know, be like, I know, but trust me on this. I fucking know. <laughs> I know, and I and I don't envy you. I was on the lifeboat last night. Right? Oh, look at you! Uh, now I got to tell you a story, Go which on. is about the same. It's on the same thread. I was on the lifeboat last night. There was a, uh, one of the women on the crew. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, her name's Laura Jackson, right? She's on the crew. Hi, Laura. And I hope she's, we're not about to defame you. We are. Okay, great. Uh, so she is basically, she was tasked by the Ornoloi to test a she-wee. You know these she-wees? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, she was 
making it all up in front of us. It looks like a really long orange cock. Like something that comes out of a dog. Like, one, you know, li- li- lipstick that comes oh, out of a dog. yeah, yeah, yeah. A real long one of them. Okay. And she was tasked with testing it for the Arnold Eye. In rough sea or how, how are the, Just how are on, the seas last night? Just on typically Bobby sea. Okay. Right? Let's say, a, let's say a, a three on the Beaufort okay. scale, right? So oh, she goes very out nice. And she Look go- at you, you see when you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little fucking puddle pirate is all I am. So she went out, uh, tried to use the shiwi, pissed all over herself, all down the leg of her trousers. <laughs> All over the fucking... Why was that? Was it just because... All over herself. Because the fucking shiwi didn't work properly at all. So just explain it to me. Is it wide at the top and it kind of goes under you that you kind of click it in, like you hold it in, like essentially like that? You kind of put it in underneath you? Pretty much, yeah. Now and I wasn't there it, watching it, the woman do it. Like, I mean, I, for I research purposes, you should have. Oh, you don't mind, Laura, if I just uh, have a look. You know, but she said she felt like she was going and she was waiting, and nothing was coming out of the, the tube. So it wasn't and down far enough. So it was basically she just slashed all over herself. They, they don't work. They're fucking shit. They don't work. Don't they do that around? Like, um, I, I've always been actually quite envious of men with penises because yes, of course you have. You can just pop it into. Handy. You can just pop it into anything. like a water bottle, and you can fucking go. Whereas anything. with us, we don't have that. Like you can pop it into fucking anything. You can pop it into things that get you in trouble. You can pop it into a hole in the wall. I don't you think you're supposed to, though, are you? You can pop it through the front of your cacks, which is the ultimate most handy thing you can what do. What are the it? things called in the toilets? Are they called glory holes? Is that what they are? You know, you pop it through the hole for. It's not like oh, for porn. I don't know. Yeah, like I thought you meant like a urinal. Like you thought were, a urinal isn't the glory hole. No, you well, you no. <laughs> it, 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 isn't, but isn't the wall like you pop it through? It's not like a sexual thing. Yeah, the glory it, hole. Yeah. And then what does somebody do on the other Whatever side? Whatever they want. Oh, that's right, kind okay. of the, the, the deal is you can't see and you don't know what's going to happen, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, how I'm have not we in, got here so quick? We've escalated quickly. Right, well, come on, we, we started with me talking about how true. professional flatulence. There was only one way it could and go. And the after. album. I mean, we are in that. We are. You could come here and record it. We're, we're in. Where is it? Westland, Westland Studios. So we have to Westland say thanks to Owen Studios. and Westland Studios. Alwyn. Oh, what? Alwyn. Alwyn. Yeah. Oh, Alwyn. Yeah. Then in West. What did you say? Owen. Owen. Alwyn. Owen. No, not Owen. Like E O I N. Yeah. No, Alwyn. A L L W E N in Westland Studios for Latin. Oh, Let's come down here because we made a. Balls. I made a balls which I never usually do um, to tell Al that we were in recording today because we're obviously in, only in recording every month now and we keep all the dates are all over the place so thanks Al for sorting us out but this is like I don't know how we go back after the dizzy heights of being here I know this is fucking great isn't it I don't know how, how fancy like an awful there's even a man in there pressing buttons and everything yeah he's not pressing our buttons so. no but he's in there pressing it buttons matter. it feels like we're in a space or some shit it's, it's good. really cool okay before we go any further let's just uh, talk about the turkey in the room Apparently you're like essentially deadly. This is it. Well, like, I'm actually really. Like, I I don't give you. It must be fucking bad for you to say that now. <laughs> I don't it must give hurt you. It must be like a migraine for you to say that. It's like a migraine. It's like having bad kegels. It's like sneezing. You're the sne- you're the weed that comes out it's when like I sneeze. Sneezing out of poop is what oh, that's like gosh. for you. That's isn't a big problem, isn't it? Though yeah. you're sneezing out poop. So go on, tell me. I want to hear the rest of this. Obviously. Um, it turns out that I have to say congratulations. Oh, well, fucking thank you. Suzanne Kane, I appreciate it. Now, for what? Young offenders. <laughs> that said, it, I, so it went to the UK first in BBC Three. It did, yeah. It's on BBC One after Graham Norton on a Friday night, which is un freaking believable. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's late, like, but it's still. It doesn't matter. But that's how Little Britain started. It was on BBC Two at half 11 at night. And look oh, at the, yeah, look at the success that had. Oh, there you go. Um, so, and that was before online. Um, so yeah, so I saw Young Offenders 
and it's deadly and actually you're deadly in it and I hate to give you loads of credit and stuff because it kills oh, me I know but it's, actually oh, the pain. your character is essentially what you do I can see your dad for some unknown reason I just keep because you do that yeah. voice that you do for your dad's voice but you're just the lads are incredible they're brilliant yeah they're brilliant Hilary Rose by it's the brilliant. way oh she's the genius of the whole thing I have like a mad weird crush on her because yeah. I just think she's incredible both her character and her just in real life and um like this and then you sent me a message the night I actually thought you might have sent it to me by mistake the night before it went to air so it went to air last Thursday night in Ireland and it had been on uh, the BBC Player in the UK and on Wednesday night you sent me a text message going it's embargoed but we've got a second series I literally was like I was I was genuinely really proud I was oh, like I was but then I actually said to Joey maybe he sent me that by mistake and he didn't mean to tell me maybe he sent it to someone else and Joey's like maybe you just wanted to share the news and Joey's like I don't know <laughs> but uh, but yeah congratulations yeah so we're, we are uh, yeah, I can it's say it's going to be a second We're series. Fucking delighted. The yeah. question is, will your character be in the second series, though? That's the problem, yeah. isn't it? So <laughs> the, the bastards could write me out completely. Yeah, I think, but I, I know how this series ends. Okay, so my assumption don't. is I'll be in the that second you'll be back series. Next I assume year. so. I don't know for okay. sure. But Are you I hoping for an so. unplanned pregnancy for your daughter? Huh? Are you hoping for an unplanned pregnancy for your daughter in the show? That would be an so ideal end stay, to the show. Yeah, that, that, so you can stay if, in If it. that was to be the case, yeah, that would be the ideal end of the show. Uh, so, um, but yeah, so we're hoping that there's... A, well, no, there is a second. There fucking is a second. No, there is a second series, so but you going, just hope you're going to be involved. You're hoping I'm going to be involved. I presume okay. I will. Okay. My, I'm making the high presumption that I am going to be involved. I'm going to say you are. Uh, so that's... So it's, it makes When do you think... It will go, you will start, if it was to start, hypothetically. Well, we won't be able to film until the autumn. Because Chris, you know Chris that's in there, he's yes. after getting some big West End That's gig. right. With, that um, he's, so Aiden he plays, he, yeah, he plays Jock. He's going to be in London on the West End. Yes, yeah, so he's going to be there with Aidan Turner. And what's the woman's name? She's the most famous person in the fucking thing. Don't know. Charlie Murphy. Ah, no way. Amazing. So, what yeah. so Aidan Turner used to, his granny used to live across the road from me. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Everybody lived on your road. Leo Varadkar, He Aiden lived next Turner. door. Well, yeah, see, there you go. Aiden Turner's granny lived across the road and he had a weird brother. Hi, Aiden, if you're listening. He did a weird brother. Really yeah. weird brother. Um, well, but yeah, that's, that's amazing. So you can't till autumn. Yeah, so we can't until the autumn, which means it'll be out presumably autumn. the same time as just next year. That's a quick turnaround, though, isn't it? It will be a quick turnaround, yeah. But I imagine they'll want it because they'll want it for spring. They won't want to leave it more than a year. No, it's too And you long. can't release it in the summer because no one watches telly in the summer because no. everyone wants to be in a beer garden getting pissed. But I mean, it's understandable. Grand. Yeah, which is totally understandable. So I imagine it'll be the same time next year. Okay. Rough. Well, I have to say, genuinely, joking aside, and I don't, I really don't give you much, but I, I was, I actually, I was very, very proud. And then you're on the Late Late Show the other night, and if anybody doesn't live in Ireland, the Late Late Show is like the, it's essentially, it's it, like, and you've done it a few times, but you went, what was the Copperface Jacks of the Late Late Show? It was the Valentine special. Yeah, the audience were lashed out of it. They were slaughtered. Like, they were absolutely, like, Belubas didn't cover how drunk they were. Yeah, they were mad, yeah. Like, in fairness, they were quite quiet when you guys were on, but everybody else just got heckled. Shit, yeah, they like. were actually very nice for us. Yeah. They were just hyper. When there was other audience members and shit, they were yeah. berserk altogether. Yeah. But it was grand for us, yeah. So whatever, it was grand. But I'm so happy. Yeah, so that's great. Well, it's congratulations. Great and all the shite talking I've been doing about young offenders on this podcast. And I everything. know. And how it's going to come out and it's this and it's that and the other and walk around with my fucking moustache and my ridiculous head and I'm all so, that shit. I'm so looking forward to autumn for the moustache to be back. Oh. And your hair. I'm going to start growing it probably in September or something. But anyway, that's that shit has to happen. That's the downside. If you, if you sign the contract. Oh, I will. 
PJ just be going around with moustache in the hope they give him a call hanging yeah. around core. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, PJ, we don't actually need you in this. There's no barrier. What? But I just, I have a, I have a moustache. I'm no, ready I to like go. this look. I'm going to run with it. Shut up. Uh, yeah, so that's the crack. So it's all, all good. So congratulations. Yeah. Which means no touring. No, no touring, touring which is good though because you did say you weren't going to tour. I know, so no touring. So I still have a couple of tour dates left to finish on Vicar Street on the 23rd. Of what? That was sold out now, of this month. Yeah. And then... That's um, February. What? February. February 23rd. Yeah. And, and the then, 4th of March, is it? Yeah, that's a different one the from the Ornolai. That's yeah. not for... That's it's not, not dickheads. The dickheads. And then the last dickhead ever then will be in Cavan. On the 16th of March. Going down in a blaze of glory. Going down in a blaze of glory on the fucking border town. Hey! Yeah, but... Border town. Um, one thing actually I will say about the Young Offenders and, you know, I am really, really pleased for you and um, thanks for the invite to the premiere. I appreciate that really. You know, I I am essentially like your dirty secret this this Dublin podcast, this, this, uh, this relationship. Well, I didn't even know you'd want to go to the thing. I actually didn't want to go. Go, but know, then thanks, what's wrong? Thanks, thanks for thinking. But then what's wrong? You didn't want to go. Grant, you didn't want it. to fucking go. I just like to give you shit for giving you the sake of shit. I was on, as you heard, I was on News Talk and you were on my pick of the week, obviously. Yes, thank you very much. Yeah. Obviously. And um, we'll go backwards before we go forwards. There's um, a granny in the nip on this week's episode. There's a granny in the nip? A granny in the nip. They, I'm just oh no, because a lot that. a lot of people actually have already seen it. So oh it's, yeah, because it's already, so it's already BBC uh, this is BBC Three. So then somebody actually tweeted, uh, I think last night to say it reminded them of the boxing episode. That was all they could think of was because you, you you're wrestling Jock in the back garden. Yeah, and they were like, it just made me think straight away of the boxing episode from Dublin, like seeing PJ wrestle around. <laughs> so yeah. I love that people are like sending screenshots. So before I'd even seen Young Offenders because it was on BBC First, I love that people were sending screenshots of you. We got so many of them on Dublin. And I got loads of them on Insta and stuff. People just sending you and your tash. I was like, <laughs> yeah, there he is. I'm so proud of him. So proud. Such a bad look. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. I'll, I'll read some of them to you on my bike. Finally, watching Young Offenders, all caught up. Uh, just finished episode two. Brilliant, hilarious. Your barbecue scene is first class. Wrestling reminded me of your boxing story. Hashtag boom boom. Hashtag 43. Hashtag rolling on the floor laughing. Thank you. That's from On My Bike. Their name on Instagram. On um, my bike. On my bike. Yeah, don't know. Um, there's loads of them actually. In fairness, deadly. Loads of people. Unbelievable. Very funny. Young offenders is deadly. PJ. See? Oh, so, and that's all people do you know what I like the most about it though is the fact that there's so many people in the UK really like it. Do you know what I mean? Like as in, but they get it. But the, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think I, I, I was a bit like oh. Uh, in terms of the accents and stuff, is it going to be? But it's just translated brilliantly, which yeah. is really strange, isn't it? It could have been said anywhere, though. It's one of those. It's just a story of. It's just a very human sort of thing, isn't it? I know. Look at the I love face. you in this. This Jeez. is just so funny. Your character is just the pinnacle of every every young girl's da. Yeah, poor little Barry was just standing in the at the doorway, going "fuck off" away from my door. Have you seen how that you? scene goes with the? No, I just, door. I just, I've just seen the clip. That's of... the scene. It's basically it's it's as awkward. It's the most awkward scene ever. So the two lads are trying to get into the house and I'm trying to block them with my shoulders, and they. <laughs> and the mom was like, "Come on in." Yeah. So so yeah, it's a bit yeah, but it's a good crack. It's like it's fucking good crack. Yeah, no, so I, I will be honest with you. Out. I have, I do have a fear though, because I, I think. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it out loud. I think that this is it. Like I think that you're gonna like like rock it. Like I think that I said to you already that I think you should go and tour in the UK, but I actually no. I know I know you I know, look at you, you're fucking already getting anxiety. You know, wonder stage fright is back on the RT player. They're all like PJ's like, No, yeah. I'm not going, I don't like it. No. 
No, too much of a homeboard. I'd fucking freak. I'm I wouldn't saying go and do two or three gigs, like a Liverpool gig, a London gig, or so. Like that's it. Like. But they might. Uh, they still don't know who I am over there. They won't bother. Uh, rest going Mark my words, motherfucker. Okay. Yeah. You're gonna be. It's gonna be huge. Well, but we if you will fucking see. dump me now, that's the end. I'm before going you fucking start. nowhere. You'll be gone. You'll be over there before. I'll I be will. over there pitching you, and yeah. then you won't turn up, and I'll have yeah. liked it with the money. Yeah, no, I can't go. I'm on me boat. I can't go out on the boat. Imagine, <laughs> but Larry, lads, what are the chances to drop me off at Hollyhead this evening on a gig? What? <laughs> um, yeah, I was saying, we'll go backwards to go forwards. Um, because <laughs> you came to my GA club to do the Dublin Ladies GA football team. Oh, yes, we did. We Which was did. like a couple of weeks ago now, yeah, right? So, yeah, it is a couple of weeks ago, yeah. So I have to say, like that that gig was nearly the ending of my family membership with my brother, like because what do you mean? because it, the sound was really bad at the start. It was fucking freezing. It was de- like you was, you likened it to doing a, jo- a gig in a jail, right? Yeah, it was like it was jailhouse comedy. Like it was it was so fucking funny. So it because was so cold at the start. Basically, you said right. We, we, the deal was on this fucking podcast. We went right. We're going. I got all tick. I got all pissed off that the Dublin lady footballers didn't get a holiday yeah. and the lads get a holiday and they were both champions yeah. so if you both win the fucking All-Ireland you're both the champions you both should get to say like for like was exactly. what was, we got pissed Gender off so then I made a huge mistake of saying I want to do a gig on the podcast and then because we said it we have to fucking do the gig yeah. right? so Suzanne in fairness goes and organises the gig does the whole lot and she in says fairness, my bro did a lot of it as well well you yeah. fucking went I did all the other bits all, and pieces, you yeah. brought it to the stage that yeah. all I had to do was turn the fuck up on the night right so a gig is organised I'm told the room is grand it's great it's big it's perfect it's going to be a big function room turn there it's a fucking it's literally brick wall like brick cavity block walls painted grey Fucking painted grey, and the roof I think is metal. So then, so yeah, but they, they dropped the roof, and I I don't think they so expected it, it so to be cold. so cold. It was the coldest room in the country at the time. It was like doing a gig for Siberian troops who had just been shot at, yeah. and then you like, and then what then, and then when we turned on the microphones because I don't sound check because because PJ had went, a need we to. don't need to sound check. It's absolutely fine. I was like, are you hundred <laughs> percent? He went, no, no, let's not sound check. So we got there and the fucking sound was shite and everybody was freezing. So, so it was the freezing first half cold. Was not ideal. One side of the room could hear Eric Lawler and the whole left side of the room were like, what did you say? Yeah, it and was. And it bounced around and my fucking brother, right? He was having an episode. He was, he was having, having an emotional a episode. Full on episode. He was like, fucking t- he's sweating and he's like I told you we should have you said it would be okay and I'm like it's grand we get it organised anyway we put in another speaker it's, the room did warm up but they, what they should have it done did. was put the heat on the night before but they, just, they just I don't think they've ever had anything in the hall in January I don't think they and we couldn't have it upstairs because there was too many was people too many people yeah so it was like it was it was the most bizarre like the most bizarre night ever right so then PJ was like look it's a Charlie gig. I'll do forty minutes. I'll be on and off in no time. In my head, I'm like, it's grand. He'll do forty minutes, and he'll 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 it'll be done. It'll, fucking hour and twenty minutes later, I'm standing. <laughs> Wasn't really that long. Like, you were on for an hour and twenty five minutes. I'm standing against a stone wall. <laughs> Ah, waiting. I didn't realise it was that long. You I were, knew it was over. Fairness, an hour. You were really funny. Like yeah, I because right. I've seen Dickhead. But you did stuff that I hadn't seen before as well. It was because you just kept going off on tangents. I kept yeah going yeah I couldn't yeah I know and it was the whole bit of crack I was having at the expense because the fucking hilarious thing about it was it's a gig and the entire room was made of brick and then the backdrop they did <laughs> fake brick. 
Like, what was the fucking point in a brick, fake brick background like on a, a comedy brick wall? Club. <laughs> on a brick wall. It was so brilliant. It was so fucking typically GAA Ireland, but it was brilliant. It actually, somehow, and against all odds, turned into a great night out. It was brilliant. It was a great night out. And, uh, we, and we got, I have to say, I'm fucking delighted with the trophy that I got. Yeah, so that's uh, what we're going to talk about. Yeah, I was delighted. I was over the moon. You do a lot of charity gigs. I tell you, you do a lot of charity gigs in a year. And I've done them for charities that turned out to be complete crooked bastards that just basically buy themselves Keep cars the and shit. Oh, no. And you do charities that are uh, like, uh, you know, they just fucking, as soon as the gig is done, it's like, good luck, right? Yeah, we've <laughs> got you, we've used you, we've had our, our pound of flesh now. Fuck yeah. off. And then you go a gig for this, which isn't a charity, technically speaking. It's, <laughs> no, it's, a, it's a fucking football team. And then uh, and, they, and they gave us trophies. They gave all of us supporters trophies, which us? I thought was really nice. Gave all of us? Yeah, all of us. Well, yeah, they gave all the performers. Oh, no, you weren't on stage as well. They gave everybody a trophy except for Suzanne Kane, which actually makes it even better it makes it even better <laughs> so that was fucking great so Mick Bowen is the manager and my brother goes Mick's going to come up and he just has a quick presentation make, make sure PJ doesn't go so I got up and Mick came up and said thanks so Mick Bowen is the manager of the Dublin Ladies GA and all the Dublin ladies were there but I hadn't a notion who I was had no idea what my involvement was and the fact that I spent four weeks stressing over getting it organised getting everything in place that was fine and Mick presents a gorgeous piece of glass to you to say thank you very much and then gives one to the club which is essentially my brother because you yeah. know he's, but it's in the club say thanks for the club and then there's two more boxes and I went well obviously one of those is for me and the other one was for Eric Lawler and the other one was for Joanne McNally and I have Joanne's in the gaff so the two of them I've got two of them and you have none I have none which is a real pain in the arse I'm so glad that I put all that work in I and really am must say as well and has he emailed you to say thanks because he went looking for your email address he's like I'm, gonna, I'm just going to thank him again I'm like it's all right, don't worry about it Mick I never read me email so yeah. I don't know but I will say as well as, as, as we speak 2018 yes the both Dublin teams are fucking unbeaten to this point. Yeah, they're thriving both on, aren't beating they? Everybody and be- beating the arses off everybody that stands in front of them. They're so it's flying. great. They're and flying. the ladies kicking cork around, which is deadly because the cork team were a plague on the. Oh, they were. Yeah, the they were. They absolutely were. Couldn't they broke their hearts so years. many. Oh, we all go back to that. What was it? The 2016 or was it the 2017? No, 2016 when they won by that point. Yeah, Dublin missed the goal at the last kick of the game. Bastards. But wasn't there a point? There was a point because they'd no TMO. So they were. what They'd know. Not TMO. They'd know. What's flipping hell? What do they call it? The eye thing. Oh, Hawkeye. They're no Hawkeye yeah. for the for the ladies. And there was a point that looked like it was a point. So we're going back here like, like 2016. Still bitter, but yeah. I'm still bitter about it because <laughs> it, it robbed the girls of everything that they would. Actually, before we finish up on that night in the Joes, I have to say, if you're in Ireland, and I know she's touring the UK as well, but Joanne McNally was on before you. And like yes. me and all my pals, I've never seen, I've like, I, how many times have I seen Joanne? I've never seen her do stand-up. I swear to God, she is like the best stand-up in Ireland, point blank. Oh, she's fucking Present great. company accepted. I went to see I her. I actually couldn't breathe at one point. Yeah, I was at a solo so show last funny. week. She's a wine her, tamer. Her first, I wanted to go. Yeah, the first ever performance of wine tamer. Yeah. And it was a sold out night yeah. in Whelan's uh, in Dublin. It's a lovely little venue. Fuck me, she Brilliant. blew the roof yeah, she's off the so place. good. Because whatever she was, how good she is in front of a GAA audience. Uh, with the sound bouncing. With the sound <laughs> bouncing all around. <laughs> to see her in front of her own audience yeah. uh, in a venue, she blew. Because I know she's doing dates in the UK at the moment. She's back yeah, and forward a little bit. Bristol this week. I think she's in Cardiff this week. But she's do, in... honestly, if you're looking for something comedy-wise to go to, just Joanne might have a... Cause I, like, I, 
I just you know I love comedy gigs, but yeah. like especially like just there's just something about her. I don't oh, know and what she's it is. In Newcastle as well. She's this week. Dead. Oh look, she's fucking everywhere. She'll be she's easy to find. She's all she's over in Britland all the time. Yeah, so there you go. Um speaking of which, have we had anything back from Camden? Uh no, we haven't, except no. for one thing saying, let's do it. Okay, well, so what that's date? it. No, there's no, no, no dates. We still, let's just let's do it. So I just, we'll, I'll okay. send another message today. With okay, you. so we're as looking soon as I get, for no so what here. we might have to do in between because we're not we're not back recording. But what we might do in the next week or two is we'll announce a date um, for the UK. So keep an eye on at Dublin Podcast um, and at PJ Galler and at Suzanne.fm and we'll announce a date on social media over the next week or two. Yes, for the UK. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Will we go with that? Yeah, let's do Oh, that. here, I forgot to tell you. Um, is a man called Stephen sent us um, an email to say that he wants to, because you know the way you were saying he needed a bit of headspace, he felt sorry for you. Um, but he has a house in Wexford and he said if he ever wanted his house in Wexford, he's not there. It's not like to bunk in with him. Imagine, yeah. Um, but he said, if you ever wanted the house to go down to in Wexford, you're more than and your dog, which I mean, I Fair think is play. I think is a huge, a huge exception. To it make. is, so man. He said, uh, your dog is welcome as well. I said I wouldn't bring the dogs, and I wouldn't let him into your gaff either. But look, I pass it on to him. But yeah, yeah so man. He Fair just play. said, if you if you ever need a little bit of headspace, there's great walks all the way along the sea front or whatever it is. Well, I don't know. You're a seaman now. You'll tell me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, so yeah, he's like. He's there and he's available and uh, he said if you ever want to go to his gaff. Yeah, thanks very much, boss. You're, I, you're invited. I would like to do that, I'm sure, yeah, to be honest with you. Well, thank you. Uh, come well, here, I have fucking... Uh, I've tell having, me, we've loads to discuss. I've been having proper tantrums lately. Not proper like you, little not tanties. like you. Proper little tanties. What's happening? Yeah. I mean, knickers were in or not. I was a bit stressed the Panties out, right? in a twist? This fucking revenue thing is driving me up the wall. What this revenue? Audit. You know, I'm still getting a tax audit. Oh, God. It's driving me fucking mad. And you know what's driving me fucking mad? Because I'm clean. I haven't done anything clean. fucking wrong. I'm I wouldn't clean. talk about it. What do you mean it. you're clean? I wouldn't talk about it if I was a Georgie Georgie. Oh, I'm not a Georgie Georgie. I'm Except clean. There's a little bit of money you hide. I'm, I'm joking. I don't fucking hide anything. I'm totally clean. Clean as a whistle. And then, uh, so it's going on. And then it's been putting a bit of pressure on me, I have to say. Okay. And also now that I'm not geeking all the time, I've started this new thing, which right. is enjoying fucking time on my own. Right? <laughs> so I bought, the, I bought myself a PlayStation. Oh, you had that. Has it got any better? I lost the head and fucked it out the window of the house. You did? Stop. I did, yeah. I lost. Now, when we left you, the I l- end of the last I podcast, we said, and I saw people tweeted you, people gave you help. I, lo- I lost my mind. I went fucking mad. Did so you know, was, se- seriously, did you genuinely throw it out the window? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I fucked it out the window, yeah. I went mad. I went fucking mad. I was sitting there. It took me three fucking weeks, Suzanne, to get it working, right? Three fucking weeks of bringing it to the shop and bringing it back. I'll oh, bring did you the bring it back thing. to the dude? Yeah, eventually, yeah, to the fucking weird bastard that's down there, right? Who Hello, fuck, if you're he, he won't even look you in the fucking eyes. Who snorts and giggles at you without snorting and giggling at you? So you can't actually say, "Are you snorting and giggling, you weird bastard?" No, you had to bring it to the fucking shop again. No, there's nothing wrong with that. Yes, the fucking is. It must be the game. I bring the game back. The game works. No, it's apparently, apparently, it's all me fucking in my imagination, right? So I bring it back. It, amazingly, it starts working. I'm sitting there. Joanne McNally's in the house. Right. She's sitting there. and She goes, "I oh, don't like you to let anybody into your gaff. Yeah. Things must have been really." 
much. And there she is, say it's working, say, say the way it's working now, say the way it's working, which doesn't help when you hear that accent bleating in your ear like an old crazy sheep, right? So I can say what's going on. And then it fucking stopped and it paused again and went back to shiting itself. And I stood up, unplugged it really calmly, really calmly unplugged it. And she's like, what are you doing? I stood at the top of the stairs, fucked it down the stairs, jumped down after it, jumped up and down about four times, and then threw it out the door, chased it, chased it like I was chasing a man, chased it, picked it up, threw it back into over the wall, chased it again, fucking ran in after it, fucked it in the skip, and then all the wires never were hanging out of the skip. It was very embarrassing now in hindsight. And I went back in, sat down, sat down, and as if nothing happened, right? And she looks at me in fairness to her, she just goes, well, have you any news? Which was fucking hilarious and made me feel like a tosser. But uh, that's not the only time it's happened. There's been proper little tanty Go parties. On. It's a bad... Oh, your coping skills are, are obviously then, are really good at the moment. Yo, yeah, fucking Jesus, it's driving me mad. And then of course I got Spice Bars into the house and the fucking Wi-Fi won't stop work, won't work. It won't fucking work. It won't work. It's... And then you ring the fuckers And what happens It starts fucking working And they do the test on it And they say No you're getting full internet Blah 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 You turn it off Next morning you wake up You watch the highlights Will it work No it won't fucking work And it's back down to shit Meg 4000 Whatever the fuck it is And it's going on and on So that's made me lose my mind A couple of points To the point that One day I locked myself In the bedroom for the whole day Watching it on a laptop Because the TV I fucking bought Won't transmit it Properly with the Wi-Fi. Anyway I so did see that You have a telly now After having the fight at the door about the television licence man I know and now I bought the fucking licence as well that didn't make me happy either now I'll be quite honest with you. I was upset I had to buy the TV licence so so far then, so you, there's, a, there's a bit of a passion I think starting to form between you and my three year old actually um, of tantrums just not getting your way so you're throwing things chasing them throwing them out the window yeah. then your internet isn't working so you're locking yourself in a bedroom yeah like a 13 year old I had a huff yeah I was in a huff yeah with puberty stricken I was in a huff with myself yeah okay it's, it's going well then right? yeah so then I go down to me ma's right oh great I go down okay, to me yeah. ma's me ma's saying her car is due on NCT the following Thursday right grand grand nothing can go wrong there there's fuck all I can do at home I'm thinking me playstation's in the bin Right? right, the internet's fucked. Right, okay. It's freezing in my gaff anyway because the heating's are equally bollocked. And there's a new heater that I've been fucking waiting a week on. Sure, it's only February. Sure, bring it to me in June, you cunts. When I don't fucking need it anymore. So all of this is going on, and then it's I say, "Me ma, I'll bring. Give me the, give me your car. You're a good son. I'll do something. Cause yeah, cause me ma. Well, she. And the fairness to me ma, she wouldn't even ask you. She'd mention it. No, yeah. you'll volunteer, right? Yeah. So I break it down. That is her asking, though. Moms do that. Yeah, they, they do. They subliminally yeah. they tell do, you yeah. things, which means, oh, and then you go, oh, do you want me to do it? And then they go, thanks very much. Tuesday, half past nine. Yeah, that's yeah. essentially it. And she yeah. had everything wrapped yeah. up. And ready she gave to me the go. money yeah. and the whole lot and everything, yeah. right? So anyway, I'm. They're I'm, canny like that. So I'm sitting in the car. Right. And I'm thinking, this fucking thing is not right. It's dragging its arse a bit, but no big deal. Now, for those Brits or whatever listening, an NCT is essentially an MOT. Yeah. It's just your drive a bit. Your, make Pop sure it into the centre, give them 50 quid, they give you a certificate. Easy as. Very little can go wrong. You either fail or you pass. That's, that's it. Says Suzanne Kane, who doesn't know what I'm about to well, say. Well, I, so don't, I, I don't do my NCT. I give it to my husband. He brings it. Oh, yeah, because he's a fucking mechanic. But either way, if he wasn't, he'd still bring it. Well, I get into the fucking car and I'm driving down the road. I think there's something not feeling too good about this, you know. Okay. And I'm driving in. I go onto the fucking M50, onto the motorway. motorway. And all of a sudden, it starts. I'm flat out, fifth gear, 
flat to the fucking mat. Right. In 70 miles an hour. Whatever the fucking bastard thing is going. Going flat out as what fast as the car will go. It? It's going 65 kilometres an hour. So there's a problem, right? There's a <laughs> fucking problem. And then I have to go up the ramp and I thought it's not going to get up the ramp, right? right. The Ballymun exit on yeah. the M50 to get to the fucking NCT centre. So I get, off, I get up the ramp. I start thinking there's a problem. I turn the corner into the NCT centre yeah. and the bastard shits itself. The car broke down at the gate of the fucking NCT centre. It broke down at the fucking gate. At the gate! Then I get out and I had an argument with an inanimate object. I stood in front of the car going, you fucking bastard. You bastard, you bastard. And I hit it and I hurt my baby knuckle in my oh, hands. Of all the knuckles, not the baby the one. The baby knuckle. What's it ever done to yeah, you? Yeah, I hit it and I hit the car. I sat there in a huff in silence with the engine <laughs> turned off looking out the window and all the people who were looking back at me saying that man is lost his mind and they were all like there's PJ Gallagher having you, a breakdown no idea the humiliation of a tow truck rescuing you from the gate of the NCT centre which by the way is full of fucking mechanics they're not mechanics though are they not? I don't think so I think I don't think I don't know but I don't know if they're actually like probably not probably just know how to do the test I'd say they know how to do the test the machine because you just put it up and down and click. well actually I say that I've never been mm. in an NCT centre so I don't know this but, is me just generalising what they do sorry if you work in an NCT and you are a qualified so anyway, mechanic for the first well you think one of them if they were a mechanic that they'd you know come out and say are you alright you look like you're having some type of couldn't see mental me. I breakdown gate. I was up the lane oh you're up the oh sorry that we weren't I was only at the gate you, you wouldn't have got out and asked somebody to help you or were you too busy I self-harming I a tow truck right okay. I rang the AA I'm lucky enough to be a member of right. the, the Grand Old Automobile Association okay I rang them and I had roughly an hour and 20 minutes to sit there and contemplate my behaviour, which was a fucking... Did you give yourself a talking to? I did, yeah. Right, okay. And it was then I realised I was having tantrums. <laughs> That's what I realised. That you're regressing. You need to calm down. I was there, you need to stop do you think having it's tantrums. Because, do you think it's because you're idle? Do you think that that's what's happening? Do you think it's because you're actually idle? Maybe. For the first time Maybe in a long time. Maybe me, like... Maybe the it dev- Well, they do say the devil makes work for idle hands. Yeah, well, he makes tanties, for, that's for sure. Proper little tanties strong, for idle hands. Yeah. Getting your panties in a twist. Yeah, I got wrapped properly in a little twist. So it was, it was a fucking, I needed to like talk myself down. So that hasn't happened since, thankfully. That was well, the that last, was last week, though. I've gotten control of myself. Well, no, it's only well, been it's a, actually two, yeah. See, well, it's so two what, like, what is this like? Is this like some type of a help group? My name is... PJ Gallagher and it's been two weeks since my last since my last Tanty Tanty still Tanty's anonymous yeah for lads who, who TAs <laughs> yeah TNA grown, grown men's tantrums anonymous yeah, anonymous little Tanty's anonymous yeah jeez but it was I, I don't know that's it that's enough anyway. that's all do you off think it's, chest do you think it's, a, it's enough to like that maybe that there's you know maybe it is the devil's making work for idle hands maybe or maybe I'm just getting highly strung as I get older like some sorry, sorry. New- can we put sorry? You think you're just getting highly strung now? Yeah, we've been doing this podcast for two years, PJ. I suggest you go back to episode three or four and have a little listen. <laughs> ah, yeah. Well, I was still in my forties then. You're still in your forties now. I got all upset. Did you see? I got all Joe really upset me the other day. Talk about being upset for no reason. Oh, really? Was this a bit of a tantrum? Yeah. Well, it wasn't a tantrum, but I got a notable upset on the cusp. On the cusp. I was giving out about it. Right. Did you see that story in the news about the whales that could talk? No. Did you not see it? It's the greatest load of shit. So there's this whale in France, a killer whale, whale in right, captivity. Right. And there's a woman and she claims that she's not only talking to the whale and it understands, but the whale is talking back, right? Is this not like chimps? N- n- what do you mean like chimps? Well, like, like, is it like people who talk to chimps and they, they 
Do you sign language? No, there's no stuff? sign language. It's talking back. Yeah, but maybe it makes... As it... in, it's making sounds of... It's I can beating. understand what my one-year-old says. She doesn't form words, but I get what she's telling me. Your one-year-old's a fucking human. This is a, this is a whale. Yeah, but she's not saying words and whales aren't saying words. But it, can there not be a mutual yeah, understanding? saying words. You're oh, missing the point. Oh. It's actually speaking well, words. You just said it wasn't. Well, I don't think it is. I think... Now that, you're contradicting yourself, oh, Tanty Face. Let me tell you this. So, this woman, right, she's standing there at the side of the pool. She's the animal trainer. Right. And she goes, This the whale can now speak up to ten or twenty words or some bullshit like that, right? Okay. And she's standing there and she goes, Hello, hello. And then you hear the whale going, <laughs> Right? And she's there, Hello. And the whale's like, Hello. Right? Now, then she goes, Hello. And the whale's like, Hello. Right? Seriously, it fucking makes the sound. So the first time I think, Oh, might be something to this, right? Right. And then there was other words. Seems I can't legit. remember what the other words were, but it's like, um, I can't remember. Whatever it's like. Cup of tea. Shit cup like of that. Tea. And the quail then starts going. Come with her. You know all this oh, well, shit. Well, that sounds exactly like a whale. And then I just and, and they've been playing this on all the radio stations all over the country, like the amazing talking whale and how smart whales are and all of this shit. And I got and then I realised I've been taken in again by bollocks. I've been taken in a bollocks. How many times? It suddenly dawned on me. How many times was she fucking standing there going, hello? And the whale just went, Pfft. hello? Pfft. Hello? Pfft. Nothing. And then there was this animal expert and she came on. She was on with your man. What's his name? Fucking news talk. Ivan Yates. Oh, I love Ivan. And she came on with him and uh, she said, look, it's a load of old nonsense. She's there going, animals have been copying people for years. It doesn't mean they're intelligent. No more than a parrot can, uh, is ever going to finish college. A whale, it's just they realise if they make a particular sound, they get a biscuit, essentially, is all it is. You're uh, so cynical for somebody who likes animals. But that's what it is. I love animals. I'm not saying they're thick or I'm not saying they're... You I'm think just that saying they Lilo speak. and Stitch talk to you all the time? Open the door. Open the door, PJ. You're like, oh, okay. Well, anyway, I'm not trying to justify my behaviour. Again, I would like to say maybe I'm just getting cranky as I get older and it was another story that upset me. It upset me. You know what I mean? It upset me as much as feminism giving out about Lady Crisps. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. I, what is this? The, the Doritos? Doritos. What's are the story? Out. Are we not allowed to eat Doritos? We can only eat the lady ones. Is it like the Yorkie bars? The blue ones are only for the boys. Yeah, would you remember that, that yeah. whole thing? And then, and then people didn't like that Yorkie said, this is only for boys. I don't really like Yorkies, though. They are quite... Like now, because let's face it, everything's got smaller. But the Yorkie used to be a very large square of chocolate. Yeah, now it's It wasn't not. my chocolate now of choice. there's big gaps as well. They're taking yeah. the piss a yeah. little bit. So it's not just for boys. It's for fucking poodles and whatever it's yeah. for now but uh, they, now they have Doritos have said that women <laughs> it, was funny. it was actually a bit of crack that women don't like crunchy crisps because it's so rude and they get self-conscious so they're making a softer crunchless crisp oh, I like aimed at ladies see, no that's yeah because we're so gentle <laughs> But it is that thing though do you know like when you start seeing someone and, and like you're and you're real you know if you go for dinner, you have to pick something that what girls do. You pick something that's not real, yeah, messy and stuff. Yeah, like you don't get chicken wings or spaghetti bolognese. Yeah, exactly. Like or a salad with loads of like Caesar dressing, so you're like have white. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you do, things. I think that's probably where it comes in because if you're sitting beside someone, or if you went to the cinema and the psychopath that is PJ Gallers beside you eating Doritos, he'll probably take your head off for the crunch. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> But it's like, but the, by, by the other side of it is it's so that, you know, when you're like later in a relationship of like, you know, your other half could sit beside you eating an apple or a pack of crisps and you'd be like, oh, look at me, a little apple. That if he like, now Joey walks into a room eating an apple, I'm like, fuck off into the kitchen with the apple. 
Do not eat that in here. Why? Because of the noise of it? Can't cope with the noise of it. Of an apple? Yeah. He just eats an apple really loudly, like. So if you But that's what I'm saying. So maybe then, like, so women get to that point in the relationship that maybe it's the crisp thing, that they don't like the crunch. They don't like the crunch, apparently. Because the silences of their relationship. Yeah, apparently, yeah. Apparently it does, yeah. I just thought it made me laugh because I don't know sometimes I like, lady like Chris yeah I'm I'm into it and it's, it's like what, another thing that I just thought was a load of bollocks see they're getting rid of the grid girls off the F1 yeah I don't agree with that at all and darts and do you know what's really funny because I I'm fucking like looking at beautiful people men or women I couldn't give a shit I like looking at beautiful people Are if you I allowed had to it, say that though? if I had it you would not see enough of it oh, I'd be shaking my rattling hot Ho- tail hotty hotty my veiny flute would be on the front of every magazine I'm pretty sure they draw they draw a line with the flutes I'll be honest with you now I, I will say that just think it's to be. I just think if it's her body her choice all around but this is the bit let, that, do it, let people do what they want to do I don't think it's anyone's fucking this business this is the bit I can't understand I don't they're not there against their will no, they're do you know what I mean? Like these these girls are making they they're making money out of it. It's their job, right? But I like when you've you got I, female racing drivers saying that they want them to stay. But there was a girl. Enough? There was a girl who was a female dri- racing driver. She was on this morning with Philip and Holly, like, yeah. and she came out right. So she she had so for for the picture that they're painting, right? That they're ditzy and stupid and they're just there to have their boobs out and whatever. And she came out and she was absolutely straight up slamming, right? She was like beautiful. Big hair, low cut top, savage like boobs, beautiful Is body. This the driver. Yeah, right? So she sits down or whatever. She was so articulate in what she was talking about. And then she said, I started as a grid girl. And like, obviously, Philip and Holly knew because the researchers told yeah. them. But the person who's sitting beside her, who's absolutely slating grid girls going, it's demeaning towards women and it's this, that and the other. She was like, well, actually, I started as a grid girl. And your woman was like, what? And she, you know, she was kind of yeah. like, it was acceptable that she had a low cut top on and came out that glamorous because she was a racing driver. Yeah, and that yeah, was acceptable. Yeah. So then she was like, well, yeah, she said, I didn't know how to get into the racing industry. She said, my parents weren't involved in it because I didn't come from a wealthy background. Or a racing family. Or a racing or family. I didn't know anybody who got into racing. She was like, so I started as a great girl. And she goes, and that's how I networked. And that's how I got involved. And that's how I started driving cars. And that's where I okay, went from there. She was like, that's how I've got to here. Do you know what I mean? And it was like, well, that softened your cough. And, and she, <laughs> you know, I was just a bit like, well, hang on a second. If she had to come out and being a grid girl and dressed like that, you would have all of, all of a sudden had this preconceived notion of what she is. But the fact that she came out and she was a race driver, well, then it was acceptable. It was just the double standardness yeah, of it all. I'm totally, but then I when you start to break it down, I go, well, where does it stop then? Because how I started in radio... Just go the other way. Just give grid lads to the women drivers. But they had grid lads. Yeah, well, they, they had, had grid lads for ages. Yeah, yeah. they had them. And but, there's and people they like have Danny Pedroza who race and they've been there for years and they're just not into the whole grid girl thing yeah. so they just get their mates to handstand yeah. there. And that's it's fine. Not a big deal. But the girls aren't there. Nobody, it's not a, it's not a traffic, like they're not being trafficked there. Do you know what I mean? They're not there against their will. They're making good money. And if they don't want to do what they won't do. Like, but as I was thinking about it, they were talking about it. I went, modeling well, gig. actually, it's I started, yeah, gig. I started in radio, but I started in radio through being a promo girl, which, yeah. in, and I remember when I started out, it was like 18 or whatever, because I had to have a license to drive the Jeeps. And I remember my boss at the time, we would have an outfit, there's no word of like, we would have an outfit for setup, right? So we would do all of the balloons, get everything, you know, if you're having a listener's party, you'd have an outfit, 
So you whatever, your work trousers and a t-shirt or whatever. And then you would go to the toilet and change into your shorts and your vest top. So tight pair of shorts and a vest top. And we had a boss who would like check that your nail polish was perfect, that your makeup and your hair was always had to be, your hair was up in a ponytail for, you know, the activities. But your hair was down and washed and you were well groomed and that your tan was on perfect and your makeup was perfect and you went out and did it. And that's like, we did gigs that like... Jesus, we were in like went to like a boys' school reunion thing one night, which was not far from that thing. Was it the Dorchester Hotel with those girls? Oh, and Jesus! Oh, lads! But that's, see, but that's, that's the, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, oh, lads, drunk. But somebody at the radio station I work for that was their old alumni, and we ended up selling raffle tickets and stuff. Do you know what I mean? With our lads giving it the L, patting the arse, and oh, one thing or another. Fuck but that. what I'm saying is, is that. I did all those things. I did all the, like the vest tops, the short skirts, the short shorts, all of that stuff. Because yeah. I wanted to work in radio. I loved working in promo. I love being a promo girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's where we're getting to. We're getting to a point where someone's going to go, well, no, you can't be a promo girl anymore because it's not, it's not on the right side of feminism. But I wanted to do it. And at no point nobody made me wear. And I can guarantee if you went into someone who went, I don't want to wear that, those clothes. Well, then they, they can't do the gig. That's what comes with the gig. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I know. I Is that me being like... No, I don't think so. Because I'm all for women, it. I'm all for feminism, all for equal opportunity. You but know I am. Oh, like there's fucking jobs that require good looks and modelling is, is one, one of those them. fucking yeah. jobs as is promo. It's the same with lads. I, I don't want to see... It's like Abercrombie can't be, you know, yeah. unattractive and work Every lad that's in, there's a very strict hiring yeah. policy and it works for them. Yeah. And it's grand. Yeah. They're never going to give me a job in there because I look like me, my head looks like a mashed potato. And that's fucking grand. But I like looking at beautiful people. Yeah. I do. I don't give a, I just think it adds to the scenery. <laughs> I think it's but also, I'm kind of just like... And it doesn't take away, just because, like, I don't know, I just don't think, the, if the assumption is good-looking people are morons, that's your fucking that's problem. Your, that's your, then you're the moron. You're the one with the problem. You so don't you know stop I mean? people doing what they want to do. I, that's my only thing. That's yeah, what always comes back to with me. Just let people do what they want to fucking do. What the fuck does it matter to anybody? But I just think it's... It doesn't I, matter. Is there not a cruel, a cr- cruel irony <laughs> in feminism that they're taking women's the women's right to do what they want to do Wait, is that not like cruel irony in it is that yeah, not they yeah. like that you kind of go hmm that doesn't really make any sense. So what yep. I'm going to do now to offend everybody's eyes is that I'm going to become a grid girl with my sagging skin <laughs> and my muffin top and all those lovely bits that shouldn't be. I like I shouldn't be exposing them in a fucking swimsuit at summertime. Never mind. I'm going to become mind. a brolly boy myself. We I'm should. Do, yeah, imagine we a could be the alternative. So I'll, what happens then? Who's going? To, is there just going to be nobody? Uh, I presume it'd be crew like Danny Pedrosa, the motorbike racer. He just gets his crew to do it. Okay. So it's just his buddy with a with a. Jacket. Buddy, That's it. Do you get paid? I wonder how much they get paid. I don't know. I presume for a Formula One and Grand Prix and stuff, they get good, paid quite yeah. a few bre- few Bits. quid. Yeah. I'd say the likes of Mandelo Park, it's probably a lot lower down this Yeah, scale. I wouldn't say Mandelo's you know, probably get, the like, top. Yeah, yeah. Like when I raced, only the top three racers on the grid got it. Right, all, okay. all the rest the of us had to fucking muggles. cook in the sun. <laughs> We were just like left cooking in the sun. Oh, you have to get someone that maybe would like hold a program over your fucking head <laughs> to keep the sun off your back. Where, whereas the lads up the top, up the very front who qualified in the top three, they had like the proper job because right, okay. that's where the picture was taken was the front row. All right. But if you are middle row God, or you are back row, yeah, you are just left burned. They didn't give a shit about you. They're back not going to do fuck all anyway. They won't be winning, <laughs> and also they'll probably have heat stroke by the third lap. So <laughs> yeah, who really gives yeah, a yeah, shit. You're just getting pissed on with rain. It was funny as fuck, but oh, that's I the like way. That. 
a lot. Well, I just I, it's kind of interesting to see what way it all pans out, though, isn't it? Oh, Where geez. we go from here. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just starting to feel like a fucking relic. I'll tell you that much. I'm starting to feel like a relic. I don't know how somebody who can be like, I don't care what you do. Just have the crack. Yes. <laughs> Whatever you want. I think that's fair enough. I just think that's I definitely it. think it's fair enough. I'm going to just see what we're doing time-wise here. Yeah, that's good. Right, we're going to... So that's that's episode... 94. Jesus, 94. Is that 94 done? Holy yeah. shit. I'm sorry, I was really cranky again this week. I don't I'm going to calm down okay. for the next one. I'll well, have to calm good. down. Sorry, I apologise. I was extraordinarily cranky. This was my therapy session again. You're starting to turn into my therapist. <laughs> you need to start getting qualified to write me a prescription and send me on my oh, way. Oh yeah, what would you like? Um, Xanax. Okay. Prozac. How do you spell it? Z-A-N-A-X? Uh, uh, it's Pro- X-A-N-A-X, actually. No, Z. Is it Z? No, Zanax? it's called it's X-A-N-A-X, oh, it? yeah. Trust X- me, I've, I've scoffed loads of them. An- uh, Xanax, a pro, Zach. Pro Zach. Is that what a Z-A-C-H? Prioro? <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably have to learn how to spell them yeah, before yeah. you legitimately bring these in. Bring these Hello. In Suzanne told me I can yeah, have this. Suzanne told me I can have all of these. Lots of them, Adderall please. from, from What's the What's Adderall? I don't know, but I saw a documentary on it and everybody went crazy. Good. It looked like Ray Crack. Oh, yeah. Uh, some Salpadine. Oh, my God. I got um, I got Salpadol. Yeah, it's good. So it's I didn't realize a prescription. I thought I had a bug a couple of weeks ago, and it turns out I had like quite a. I get like cysts that like pop, and anyway, I was, ended up fucking in hospital and wasn't well Again? or whatever. Yeah, it's it's like literally it's just been a fucking Ugh. crock. But anyway, it happens like twice a year. When it happens, it gets fairly like grim. But anyway, the doctor there, I can't take tablets. I'm not. Re- I couldn't. I could never overdose. If I had to take a via taken, t- I can't take them. I don't. I don't like taking paracetamol. I get real. I just don't like swallowing them. I right? hate it. Yeah. And I can just about take Nurofen. I can just about take Nurofen. Snort it like you're fucking. You're an animal. You're actually an animal. Um, the ner- little white Nurofens kind of have a candy cover coating. Oh, on they them. do. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I can yeah take the little them. one. Yeah. Anyway, the guy was like, "Look, I'm going to give you Ponston. I'm going to give you Salpadol, and you can take them in." conjunction with each other he goes I'm going to give you buscapan which is an antispasm you can buy it over the over the counter he goes I'm going to give you that as well and then you have an antibiotic and I swear to God if you shook me I'd rack like that amount of shit in my system right? yeah. I was in bed for a week right but uh, so then he gave oh my heavens above. now I understand the drug trade I'm in it I understand it. Yeah. I understand these highs. So, and uh, then I saw, like, I was watching on telly that it's all about taking the prescription. I understand it. Prescription drug addicts, yeah. I understand it. I now I took you take the Ponce and then two hours later you take the Zopdol, right? So in the hospital they gave me the, I had an um, IV first, and then he gave told me to take the Zopdol going to bed. I was like Joey. So again, I went, what's that thing called? He's like, and I was like, is it cotton mouth? Like I was proper like. Oh yeah, yeah, he got dry mouth, yeah. My <laughs> Mr. Soft, spongy, like off my face, and I took. Them. And there's not even morphine in Salpadol. That's the best. I the- think it's my. I think my. I don't think my constitution could take them. I think because I'm, I'm quite light and quite small. Or I think codeine. Them I, yeah, there's no codeine in them. I think with the Ponston and with those, I think when they, the two of them mashed together in my system something. with between the antibiotic and the bruscopan and everything that was in, I think that like literally. But honest to God, you know. Um, I'm trying to think what film it is, but you know when they put their hand by their their face and like their hand starts over there and kind of like 
you're still following it and you're like, whoa. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hand. Oh, you want proper out oh, your I head. Oh, I was absolutely, because like, I can't take all them together. And then I was in, Joe went back to work and I was in pain one of the days and I went, I'll just take, I'd kind of forgotten about the Friday and it was Wednesday and I went, I'll take two, I was like, I haven't taken an ounce, like two salt doll. And I just rang Joey at like half three and went, somebody needs to come back and take care of these kids because I have <laughs> no, I don't have an absolute notion what I essentially want to sit on the couch and eat munchies because <laughs> I'm off my head on salt doll. So I'll give you some of those as well, will I? And uh, Yeah, why not? Yeah, put them on the list, yeah. Oh, that was our Valentine's Day episode, by the way. Oh shit! We Happy Valentine's! Happy Valentine's to anyone. I that don't cares do Valentine's. No, neither do you? No. Will you be no. sending flowers or? I will not be doing that. Will no. you be writing a love letter? I, I like unpost. I'm going to a show for Valentine's tomorrow night. Yeah, tomorrow night. I'm Which going is today. To, yeah, I'm going to a, G, a show about the GAA. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, on yeah. your Twitter. That yeah, looks good. Going to that tomorrow. Um, I like this. Unpost did a thing actually. I got I, I got sent an, and it's not an ad or anything. I just thought it was really. I really like handwritten stuff. I will leave handwritten notes for Joey. And oh, I, I always like is. a card. Yeah. And they they want you instead of post which. I don't do anyway but instead of putting your post on Facebook of like this is the love of my life and blah 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 whatever that you send to Valentine's card you write them a love letter and you post it to them now I understand you know the cynical part is like people aren't posting and they're not spending a euro on you know uh, yeah on a stamp on a stamp but it's expensive but actually I love the idea of I love getting something in the post yeah I hate it because it's always a bill. No, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, as in, I love getting a birthday card in the post. My aunties, like my godmother, around, they, my auntie, they send me a birthday card. My auntie D sends um, a Christmas card. She's my very first Christmas card every single year without fail. And she would, I would email her all the time. But I actually, last night, I was like, going to sit and write my auntie D a letter because we used to write letters to each other all the time. So I, I do love that, the art of writing and somebody sending yeah, a letter. Well, so I do really like, like it. Like, like the Unpost thing says, it's definitely better than this public Facebook shit you know that way no because that's what they're giving out because there's nothing worse than people who overlove each other on the internet there's nothing worse than people who overlove on the internet it's embarrassing you know that shit you know that shit they put up a picture of their wife and it's like my everything my love Start, my everything without says. you I am my lost my everything Joey I cannot even <laughs> imagine the world that I had before you were in it. Oh, I do remember. And you're like, late oh, nights and you're like, oh, fuck off. Just get off. I think the, the only time I ever put it up is I do. I put it up on my anniversary for Joey. I'll, I'll like every year I put up an anniversary and be like, yeah, but I don't put anything too sad. It'll just be like happy anniversary or whatever. But other than ah, that, that's different. I don't it's the, really. It's the overlove. It's the thing that it's like when you sit, get one of those dads and they're holding. Although I'm turning into one of those people who keep putting up shit with their kids. I find myself, I have nothing else going on. I'm, I'm sorry. If you follow me on Instagram, <laughs> Suzanne Dolliff, I'm, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I, there's been nothing going on and my kids like Hannah thinks she's a hide and seek champion at the moment <laughs> she's hiding everywhere like I genuinely thought I lost her yesterday she was in the wardrobe I don't know why she's trying to tell me something oh, I don't I know whether picture, it's, yeah. I don't know whether it's Narnia but she str- I couldn't find her PJ like I straight up you must lo- I, uh, there was a wobble for a minute that I went fuck <laughs> not only the stair gate was closed I was like she's good she's not that good yet Like, but it's only a matter of time but like they're doing things that I find and then I'm putting it on Instagram then I'm like you're that ma. Yeah, 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 that ma. You know, so I apologise. Next week, it'll be a picture of your kids. Everything written underneath. Yeah, my see, I don't give it that shit though. (laughs) See, I'm not that, ma'am. They do put up. I see loads of people put up going, "Oh, my world." I don't remember what life was before. I'm like, I remember every day before you people were here. <laughs> oh, oh Anyway, episode ninety-four. It's been a dream. Happy Valentine's Day. Whatever you get Everybody. up to, if you're putting up uh, social media, love. 
Happy Love Day. Yeah, happy Hope love you get day. the ride. Just keep it to yourself exactly. and write a letter. Um, we keep an eye on social media in the next two weeks because we're not back till the end of February. Uh, the last day of February is the next podcast. Um, so keep an eye on social media because we'll probably announce our date for the UK in the next two weeks. Yes, PJ? I just bought, realised I thought I bought a chicken sandwich. It's fucking ham. I hate ham. Bollocks. Why I do don't you trust that that sweats after it's dead. I like hot ham. I don't like ham and sandwiches. I only like I eat ham of a Christmas. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Take it out. Go back to your vegetarian days. Fucking, I'll suffer. I'll eat the fucking thing just to spite myself. Where can you get a pancake anyway? Make pancakes. Uh, Yeah. He's a fucking cranky bastard. It's the <laughs> shit I put up with. Episode 924. Don't forget to subscribe <laughs> via iTunes. Head stuff. Once again, thank you to Alan, Alwyn because um, we're in their studios in Westland. So we appreciate it. Um, at Dublin Podcast, at PJ Galler, at Suzanne Kane FM on Twitter, at Suzanne.fm on Insta. Peace. Thanks.